Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. And isn't Tottenham our world a lovely place again? A last gasp win right back in this top four race and with the games in hand, potentially in a top three race as well. Uh, and Hugo is signed until 2024. So not really anything to complain about other than the transfers. But when do we not complain about transfers? Uh, two great guests. Hopefully Chris from Leicester Till I Die TV will be on uh, in a bit as well, but he may be still crying or, or not wanting to come on, but hopefully he'll come on. But uh, I'll introduce the guests that are so far. Tommy, who you know from Tommy Talks Ball. How are you doing, Tommy? Presumably in a good mood. Well, sort of 50-50. Yeah, I mean, obviously oh. a massive win on Wednesday. And uh, that, that news that came out last night, uh, Hugo Lloris signing that two-year deal. That was, that's a bit, well, two-year extension. So we got him until 2024. That's uh yeah that's that is like another signing even though we still haven't yeah. signed anyone that is sort of like another signing I'm still not I'm not happy with the transfer window the whole Adama Traore affair but um no uh, we, we go into Sunday with with adrenaline after that Leicester yeah, game and that's uh, absolutely and that's great, that's great. Uh, your your channel Tommy Talks Ball it's in the description as, lo as well as Anne Kits and Chris's as well but uh, yeah Tommy Talks Ball where can people find that. Yeah, yeah. As the as the uh, Twitter suggests, it's the same. Uh, it's the same on YouTube. Tommy talks ball. Uh, yeah, you're on there a lot. Anchor, I get anchor on a lot before we play Chelsea or after we play Chelsea as well. So, uh, so yeah. If you haven't subscribed, just jump over there and subscribe. But make sure you subscribe to Chris first. Excellent. And Anchor as well. We're obviously playing Chelsea at the weekend. Anchor, Chelsea fan. How you doing, Ankit? You you worried or it's Tottenham? So it's uh, <laughs> you know business as usual for the last twenty odd years. Yeah, I think like first of all, you know, thanks for having me again, Chris. Uh, great oh, channel you're, that you're developing, and of course, you know, great to discuss ball with Tommy. Always, like you know, I say, but yes, I am more worried about Tottenham now than I was when we played in the Carabao Cup, and I'm sure we discussed lots there as good, well. Good, uh, good, good. I thought we would, you know, improve <laughs> a lot in terms of just the morale of the team, but actually, it's gone downwards uh, in the league at least, and that's what Conte likes, you know, the the league play. So yes. Uh, you know, bring it on is what I would say because uh, we've got nothing to lose. It's a proper battle, a six-pointer. So, great discussion. Looking forward to it. Excellent. And your channel as well, Almighty Blues. Uh, where can people find that? Oh, yes, for sure. So, Almighty Blues FC, it's a YouTube channel. So, we do a lot of content, not just on Chelsea, but yeah, on all the clubs. Uh, primarily, uh, I have an affinity to EPL. So, we cover most of the EPL clubs, uh, the top six majorly, and of course, the Champions League and uh, some international tournaments as well. And we do a lot of trivia. Uh, you can find us on YouTube as Almighty Blues FC, on Twitter, Instagram as Almighty Blues FC. And of course, everyone is welcome. Excellent. And uh, yeah, a couple of comments coming in. Uh, Wayne, who's always on Spurs streams, big support of Wayne. Uh, afternoon, good couple of days. Bergwijn turns into the Hulk and demolishes Leicester. Hugo signs for two more years and expecting one year at best. We'll be talking about both of those. And Chris Agenbar. How are you doing, Chris? Uh, thanks everybody for watching and the comments keep them coming in. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, all helps the channel. Then go into the description and go onto Tommy's channel and Kit's channel and Chris's channel and do the same. Uh, but we'll start. Uh, I mean, Tommy, last minute winners in football. There's nothing better, is there? I, I didn't actually watch the game. It was my girlfriend's birthday, so I was around hers. Uh, what a game to miss. What a game no to miss. No way. Uh, you didn't watch but, the yeah. game. Oh, yeah, but what God. a game to miss. But, you know, and they say romance is dead. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure I would have coped very well watching that. I think I'd have been fairly angry until 95 minutes. But last-minute winners, uh, nothing better than that, right? And and oh. what a way to win a game as well and get a bit of, like you say, momentum is is with us, adrenaline is with us. And we've just got to carry that on. But uh, did you watch the whole game? Did you see that coming? We deserved something out of the game, I thought, with 27 shots to their 14. But uh, 
yeah, what, what did you think of the game and particularly that last minute winner? We absolutely dominated the game. From start to finish, we, we dominated the game. Maybe not so much at the start of the second. The start of the second half, maybe that 20 minutes was the only period we didn't dominate. So the other 70, 75 minutes, yeah. we were completely in control. We just, um, yeah, we had some def defensive frailties. We've still got the defensive frailties. You know, we were missing Dyer and Romero, probably our two best centre-backs. Uh, but going forward, we were creating, we were creating, we were creating. Harry Kane was fantastic. Skip was fantastic as ever. Um, it, it didn't, it felt like six points in the end because the point at the end would have been fantastic. If we got that late mm. goal, the 94th minute uh, and took the point, that would have felt like three points. I was so happy at that stage. But the boys didn't give up. They weren't really celebrating it. They, they put the ball back mm. on the on a semicircle uh, and, and went again and went again. And that's got to be Conte's influence. Never, ever die. You never, ever die. No. Uh, you um, keep going have, to the end. Yeah. And then the winner was just incredible. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. And the, the cane ball to, to Bergwijn for that goal was was sensational. What, yeah, I what, mean, what a spectacle that was! Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I mean, hopefully Chris will be on to talk about the Leicester point of view. I I, I think you'd be annoyed at conceding the equaliser, but obviously we were pushing the door, going against the door, and everything like that. But then to literally take kick off and and try a ball that was just wasn't on. I didn't really understand that at all. And it was literally from the kickoff that our winner came from. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Ankit, uh, we've got you next. Uh, I think the games before that, yeah, yeah, the games before that were against you because obviously the North London derby, they, they got scared and didn't play. <laughs> um, we were completely, yesterday, uh, Wednesday's game was complete chalk and cheese compared to how we played against Chelsea, where we just didn't turn up and didn't look like attacking you at all. So, do, do you think it would be a different way that Spurs play in the way against Leicester? Or do you think Leicester kind of are kind of ideal opponents for us in a way, certainly at their place, because they'll attack us, they'll open up, and then we're a counter-attacking team, whereas Tuchel, I think, is uh, one of the best tacticians in the league. So do you think he'll kind of shut down shop a little bit again and try and nullify our attacking threat? But are, are you worried at all that we'll just do to Leicester do to you what we did to Leicester or do you think it'll be fairly similar to what we saw in the uh, Carabao Cup games? Yeah, in a strange way, it's kind of been a similar, uh, uh, say, you know, a week and a half of both the clubs, Spurs and Chelsea, but maybe directly opposite as well. Because I think what, what you did in the Carabao Cup was totally negative football. Then you went and did that against Leicester and we did exactly opposite. <laughs> in the Carabao Cup, <laughs> we were you know on the front foot against Spurs and then I don't know what happens to us in the league in the last month. Uh, I don't know, it's off the pitch issues or whatever you may say. Yes, you say that Tuchel has been a great tactician. No two ways about it. I am definitely Tuchel in forever. If you really ask me, that sounds good as well. Yeah, as in it's not going to happen. <laughs> like we're Chelsea, you know, uh, and that's worked for us. But uh, this time, I think Tuchel, certainly, like he's human after all. And I can see, certainly, tactically, he's not got things right in the recent league games. Uh, so I'm I'm really hoping that uh, Antonio Conte, like he does not surprise teams most in terms of the tactics. You kind of know what you're going to get, right? With Antonio Conte, like you know, you know basically that he's going to have a structure in place. You're going to hit on the counter, uh, especially in the big games, and that's how he's always played. Be it at Chelsea, be it, be it at Italy, be it Inter Milan, or basically you know at Spurs already, right? So knowing that, I think Tuchel will have an upper hand in terms of maybe trying, and the fact that we've already played Spurs beaten you all uh, you know, a couple of times more mm. recently under Conte as well. Uh, I know it was a Cups, but uh, as in that is the only positive, if I may say so, 
but I have to give it to you all. Like that winner against Leicester is not just a winner. Like I've had so many winners with Chelsea that I've watched, but two goals in what three minutes and and both in injury time and that two Bergwijn scoring and and if that cannot get you buoyed up for this game, I don't know what will. That's, <laughs> the, aspect, yeah, that's the aspect I have to say that I'm really scared about. Uh, not scared, I would say that's not the right word. Probably I'm I'm weary about for sure, right? Because uh, this time we are not in that kind of momentum in terms of the morale of the team as well. Uh, there have been a uh, lot of, uh, as in Pandit saying that Ziyech, Lukaku had a spot on the pitch. Again, those are speculative things. I, I wouldn't reach, you know, so far. But at the same time, we know playing at the bridge, the crowd can go against us if in case Antonio Conte does better, if in case Lukaku gives a hug to Conte, you know, those little things. <laughs> it will really matter in this game, especially being a six-pointer. And now, I think if you win all your games, you'll be four points ahead of us, which is like, wow. Knowing Conte, he's known to go on runs and he's already been on that. And I think he's also chasing a record of Thomas Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel, along with Oli, has been the, have been the only managers to have gone on that unbeaten streak in the league uh, starting, right? So, um, that's something that I'm, I'm sure, like, you know, uh, Tuchel will be knowing about. And there will be certainly a lot of, uh, you know, subplots within the game uh, that I'm looking forward to. But yes. Bottom line is, uh, we need to get things right. And uh, I can see us, uh, as a change, maybe going with the front foot. And yes, you're right. It may play into the Spurs' hands, but hopefully not. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, Daryl? Uh, cheers for watching and the comment as well. Uh, and yeah, hit those likes, hit those subscribe, people. Uh, but uh, Stephen Bergvine, Tommy, is his Spurs career resumed? Uh, we got a comment from uh, Chris Agambar here. What an angle Stevie B hit to get the ball past the last man on the goal. You already mentioned the pass by Kane. That pass by Kane tempted Schmeichel out. And as soon as he came out and then had to stop, it's made Bergwijn's mind up for him. But the, the composure to look up, see where the defender was, I think it was Sorrento near post and go far post. Superb from him there. And, and he, he's been a player, a Bergwijn, that's been linked with a move away in January. And... and I didn't want him to leave. He's young, he's energetic, and, and you saw the passion when he scored the goal and everything like that. And and we both thought, we, when Nuno came in, I remember talking to you on your stream, uh, he could be a right, a, a right wing back there. Uh, so he's versatile and, you know, we got Sun injured, so he could be the player that kind of replaces him while he's out injured. But uh, what do you see happening for him now? Do you think he'll, he'll he'll get a chance against Chelsea? Do you think he'll he'll feature in uh, Conte's plans a bit more, or do you just think it was just one of those really good days at the office? Well, well, we were we were very aware that Ajax came in with a bid mm. for him a week ago, fifteen million pounds, something like that, um, and we rejected we rejected it, and it was uh, I'm glad we rejected it because it wasn't it wasn't just this game. We played really well against West Ham, if you remember, in the mm. Carabao Cup. We got an assist and a goal. He was he was very very good. It was when you say it was uh, sort of it was just his day. That does happen with Stevie B. He can be absolutely fantastic, or he can be absolutely dire, especially with his finishing. I've noticed his finishing is very much it's completely on point or completely off point. So it was on point the other day. Um, but still, he's certainly, certainly, certainly got a place in this team. And it would have been completely counterproductive if we brought Adama Traore in and so Bergwijn. Completely counterproductive. It wouldn't make any sense to me. It wouldn't make any sense. No. If you're going to bring... We're short of wingers as it is. Why would you get rid of Bergwijn? He can play 
right wing back and play left wing, right wing. That's predominantly what we signed him for, left wing, right wing. Um, uh, you know, on the left wing with Son injured, we've got Gill still hasn't started the game. So it would have been, as I said, counterproductive if you sold Bergwijn to get a mm. Dahmer in. I'm, it, I'm, I'm all up for getting uh, Traore in. Uh, you know, I was a bit divisive on the matter, but £20 million, pounds, it's, it's, a, it's a good fat value in this market. But we have to sell Deli Ali, Lo Celso or Ndombele first. Um, way, way before Bergwijn. I think he's doubled his value. That £15 million, pounds, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I don't think Levy would take, well, knowing Levy, he wouldn't take £45 million now just after simply no. after one game. But um, I wouldn't want to sell him anyway. I, I, I love Stevie B. He's still, as you said, very young. Uh, he's got a, he's got a, a, a ceiling of, of potential. There's a ceiling there where I think he can he can do a lot better than some of the other players in the team. So, um, yeah. I'm a lover of Stevie B, and not just because of this game. As I said, he played really well, really well against West Ham yeah. too. If he stays fit, if he stays fit, then he's you know he could be a big part of this team. I don't think he will start on Sunday though. I think we'll no. go pretty much the same as we yeah. did. So I, I doubt he'll start on Sunday. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, fitness is a big issue. He seems to score the goal, look really good, and then he gets injured again. Uh, got a few comments. Cody's in the channel. Uh, do you remember him, Man Kit? Oh yeah, come on. I'll end up on a good banter. Yeah, good guy, Cody. Hopefully he can come on here soon. Uh, Dabble, again, I try not to be sentimental with players. If we can improve the squad, then so be it. I just want to stop the slide. Conte needs to rise the levels up. Uh, you can argue he is rising the levels up. That fight that we showed in that was similar to that, our Ajax game. Uh, and then we've got United fan. Ben, who was on here last time. So United fan, disappointed after your late goals against Watford and Leicester. Good, 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 good. Big goals in context to top four. Does this make Spurs favourite for top four? Now, He's one of my good friends, Ben, and we were texting each other. Apparently, I've texted him that there's no chance we were going to get top four when in actuality what I said was I don't think we're favourites. That apparently means we've got no chance. So I will tell you now, Ben, rather, so it's on record on YouTube. I don't think we're favourites for top four because I still think we need to make signings in January. But with the games that we've got in hand and if we can carry on with this run, then we would be favourites for top four. But at this moment in time, there's too much going on to say there's a favourite for top four. But if we can sign a, a certainly a creative midfielder, I think that would put us almost top of the pile. But um, yeah, Ankit, I mean, talking of top four, you're third at the moment, but with the games in hand, if we win all of those four games, big ask, big ask. And this game is absolutely huge because if we can win that, we're five points behind you with four games in hand. Uh, are you slightly worried or anything about the top four race, about sliding down to fifth, or do you think third is is okay? Because it wasn't that long ago that it was a three-horse race for the title, U City, Liverpool, and you seem to... I mean, I don't think there's a title race anymore. I think if City oh, yeah, lose yeah. this, then, then they're shocking. Uh, but are you worried about the teams that, like, you know, you know, the Spurs, the Arsenals, the uh, 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 Uniteds... Uh, Try not to miss anyone out and be disrespectful. Yeah. Walls are up there. We won't say the other team in North London, even though they are, um, you know, <laughs> a rival. Um, Leicester aren't out of it. They're a good team, Leicester. They're having a few injury problems. But, yeah, are you, are you worried about maybe slipping out of the top four? Do you think you'll definitely get top four? It's just whether you'll get third or fourth. See, as in from this point, if we really miss out on top four, come on, like, you know, uh, as in, I don't want to say it, but Chelsea has done that in the past about sacking managers. I think Tuchel has probably lost the dressing room is what I would say if we miss out on top four from this point on as well. Uh, yes, uh, definitely top two doesn't look basically you know great right now. Uh, top three certainly is up uh, as in we have it in our own hands. Yes, you can say Spurs have games in hand. Manchester United have a couple of games in hand if I'm not wrong. 
but uh, it's it's easier said than done winning those games we are in the premier league and i know that conte has been on a great run but uh, i can't see this kind of form continuing with the squad that you have no disrespect again but it'll be really great as in if you do that fantastic uh, but it, it'll be difficult right you know so for me it comes down to this particular game uh, yes if we are able to uh, i think uh, we probably have to beat tottenham let, let me put it that way right because if we even draw Spurs have still have an extra game in hand, like, you know, even if you kind of, you know, win the other two games to actually go ahead of us. So we need to win this game. And yes, I can see it happening. And yes, for people out there who think that Liverpool are in the title challenge, like I also would like to say like Liverpool are also out as much as they would like to be in it. City, we have to give it to City. They have been on a different level altogether. So we knew Pep had it in him. He's been there, done that. Tuchel has done that in, in the Cups, but not in the leagues uh, more recently. So... And that's something that is something that we have to prove in coming uh, seasons. Uh, but hopefully, like it's it's about Tuchel getting it right in this particular month uh, and a half. If he's able to get uh, basically, you know, maybe eighty uh, percent of of the points that we are going for, because we've literally lost fifty percent of the points we went for in the last month. So we really want to improve on that. So we just need some kind of you know strong structure. And if the team is uh, believing that okay that structure is working, it's it's all in the mind. For us, it's, we are one of those teams, right? If, say, Spurs are basically behind us now uh, by just maybe a couple points, if not, you know, nothing. And then West Ham, you mentioned. Of course, Arsenal, we've got to mention them. Uh, like, I know our rivals as well. But, you know, the fact is that in the league, you can't say anything is, is certain right now. For me, when these things happen with Chelsea, that's when Chelsea, you see the best of. Uh, and it's, it's just about us, you know, taking things off the pedal. And that has unfortunately been our squad. Like they're, they're not as motivated, they're not as charged up as maybe what a City player would be. And that is the main issue that I have with most of our players. Um, you can say even, even about Spurs, right? And we, we spoke about it in the last stream, right? That, that is the whole point. Until you actually, you know, prop up in them till the edge, they won't react. And that's that's how it's been. So I can strangely see us reacting to this because they are playing at least for their careers and they want to be in the top four because I don't see us winning the, winning the Champions League this time. But yes, I said the same thing last time. So let's yeah. see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dale put a comment in. Don't think Conte raised the form up, but not the level of the... Uh, I think Conte raised the form up, but not the level of the player. We still do make a lot of mistakes. I think that the difference there is under Nuno, we didn't attack. So when we made a mistake and conceded the goal, that was almost game over. Whereas against Leicester, it was all attack, like Tommy said, attack from the start. And we were all over them, barring a, a, a small period in the second half. So there was always a chance of us getting back in that game, even though we made mistakes. You know, under Joe, uh, Jose and Nuno, that it, you know that two-one down, uh, we would never have come back and won yeah, the game. Maybe well, uh, Nick to go, maybe yeah. Nick to go, but there's no way we would have come back. Uh, yeah, and at at least with Jose, team. there was a, there was a, a you know an obvious. Well, Kane and Son are getting our goals, so we've got to get them in the game. Nuno, there was literally none of that. They, they may as well have been having a cup of tea on the sidelines, Kane and Son. And Jose still was. Jose still wasn't about fitness either. He was all about no. shape, 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 shape. Of course, you know, every every player and every club work on fitness, but it wasn't about it was simply shape, 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 shape. And when you when you organize that organize, you don't need massive amounts of, of fitness. You, you just need the, the players that are counter-attacking to have the fitness levels. Um so yeah, we saw that under under Jose and Nuno, very, very pragmatic. But this is different. Yeah. We were we, I think we were bottom of the table or 19th or 20th in terms of how many how many kilometers we were running the game and and now we're top top or second in terms yeah. of uh 
kilometers running in the game and that, that that shows perfectly in the game under Conte so far we do not give up till the end same with the Watford game we should have and, and, and that and that shows as well why we were still attacking in 90 plus seven because we've got the energy to do so under exactly. Potts we did that all the time under Nuno with with being last in the league like you say come 85 minutes absolutely uh, shattered can't run but yeah Sorry, exactly. cut you off there. Apologies. Exactly. And, and and same with Watford, 96th minute. Yeah, we should have beaten comfortably, but it was the 96th minute we got that goal. We just don't stop until the end. And I think Conte really is getting the best out of this team. As uh, I think, as Daryl Denton puts there, I think I think uh, Conte rise the form up, but not the level of the player. We still, I think he's just getting the very best out of this squad. Mm. At, at the moment, he's just getting, he literally is squeezing all the talent he can out. Big yeah. up to everyone. Daryl, Ryan, William. Uh, William? What am I on about? Uh, Wayne, Wayne Bonner, yeah. Wayne Bonner. Lots, <laughs> lots of regulars in the chat. Lots of yeah. they're here, there, and everywhere. So yeah, big up, big yeah, up, everyone. big supporters of all the Spurs channels, not just this one. I appreciate. But that. it's a good point. Uh, it's, a, it's a good point. A good point you raised about about Conte. Um, yeah, I still, I yeah. still think we need signings for sure. Yeah, I mean, we'll get onto that in a little bit. But Kane uh, scored a goal. Oh, I can't remember a Spurs game where we had two goals cleared off the line and one against the bar. Uh, and scored three goals. Uh, you see that in football manager, not in actual real life that I can remember. But uh, Kane, the, the one that came off the off the line was superb, intricate play in the middle of the box, uh, dancing feet, and then very unlucky header. He should have scored against the bar. It was fairly terrible. Uh, but his goal that he took, it looked to me as soon as he got put through, and, and a special mention for Winks there, who again is not Winks pass sideways Winks like he has been for the last two seasons. It's forward pass, forward pass, forward pass. He got an assist against Southampton. That was a goal. That wasn't offside, I don't think, but it obviously didn't count. This one did. But Kane looked to me, as soon as he got that ball there, he knew what he was going to do. He was going to sit Soincho on the floor. And the finish was just what you expect from Kane. Seasons gone by, just into the box, composure, composure in the back of the net. Uh, and then the pass for Bergwijn's winner, just... Tempted Schmeichel out. As soon as Schmeichel comes out, all the momentum is there. Sees Bervine has to stop, flat-footed, and the rest is history. But, yeah, uh, and and Doherty as well. I'm throwing a lot of players at you here. <laughs> I do apologise. Uh, Ankit on, on his channel yesterday said, uh, is this uh, Doherty's career revived? I'm not sure one good chest uh, <laughs> in a season and a half is, is going to change his Spurs career. But he hasn't done himself any harm. But, yeah, specifically Kane, is he back to his best? Winks, are we seeing what Winks was doing when Pochettino was picking him every week? And Doherty, do, do you see that as a start of his Spurs career? Or, or do you think it's just, like I said, just one good bit in in however, however long he's been here? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, Dotty. to be fair, Dotty's never had a fair run in the position that we signed him for, right wing back. Which is, uh, I don't really know why we signed him under Mourinho, to be perfectly honest, because, you know, he he only plays, he's only ever really played before at the back. So Doherty immediately went in as a right, right back. Uh, and the same earlier on this season. Everybody thought Nuno was going to play three at the back. Everybody, everybody, because that was his successful, that's where he was successful at Wolves. That's how he got the seventh place finishes with the, with the three at the back and the wing backs. So Doherty's never played there. He, he hasn't had a chance on a Conte. He hasn't had like two games on the bounce because Emerson's been there. Emerson is an absolute liability. He's a liability. He didn't come off injured. I said it time and time again. I said it before he came off injured. I've said it for the last month, six weeks. He can't cross. 
He can't no. def- his defending is absolutely abysmal. He's well, like the, a headless co- chicken. Yeah. I mean, the crossing is something we know. Yeah. The doc, the, the crossing is something we know. If Doherty gets a run, he can do because he was second assister for a defender, I think, uh, behind Alexander Arnold the season before we signed him. But yeah, I, I, I feel um, Doherty done more in yeah. two minutes. Doherty done more in two minutes on the attacking mm. front than Emerson Royals done in two hundred and seventy yeah. in three yeah. games. Chris Agambar said this: uh, Doherty, it was a shot window performance. Uh, do you agree with that, or do you just think it's uh, it, it was it was suited to him? It was obviously an attacking game because well, we yeah, we've got to stop. We got we can't go crazy. Same with Bergwijn. We can't go crazy about two minutes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was and, it was two Dabble, minutes. Dabble and, said, and, and, yeah, uh, the same. Yeah, Dowell said he was never fit under Jose or Nuno, so maybe a fitter player will always improve a bit. And he never played in his position. I know it's not as yeah. difficult to adapt from you know a right wing back to a right back. But um, he wasn't that bad at the start of last season. He really wasn't. It was the second half of last season where everyone was just dross. I'm not sticking up for Dotti <laughs> saying he's this world-class player. Great. But he needs to... Uh, no, he, to, he he should get a run now. If he's, if, if mm. Emerson and Dotti is still there by the end of this window, he needs to get a run of games because Emerson's clearly... You know, he's young, uh, but if you're not good enough, if you're putting these level performances in that are just shocking on both fronts, tackling and defending, you can't be in the team. You can't be in the team for me. So, yeah, you know, see, I would see how these two go. But do you know what? If we get a Dharma in, if we get a Dharma in, we've got <laughs> potentially three right wing backs. If we don't play mm. with a 3 5 2, 5 3 2, we're not playing with wingers. So the Dharma's in as a right wing back. We've got three right wing backs. So there was new, there was talk of Dotty's going to be swapped for a Dharma. There was going to be a deal where Dotty would go back to Wolves and we get a Dharma. But um, yeah, I wouldn't be so against that, to be, to be, to be mm. honest. But um, if Emerson and Dotty is still there by the end of the window, Doherty needs a crack. He needs three or four games yeah. on the bat. See what he can do. See what he can do. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it. that. Yeah, and, and in terms of the two Harrys, one back to his best and one playing how he should be playing like he was under Poch. I think I think Winks was one of the quieter players. I didn't see much of him at all in this game. I didn't, he might have looked good in the highlights, but um, no, overall, we didn't really see too much of him. I didn't see too much of him in the game, but... Um, he still he was good he was decent but Skip and Hoybier were outstanding Skip was absolutely oh, fantastic again yeah I mean he, he, he put that ball, he put that ball through for Mora which uh, Schmeichel uh, smothered out and then it fell to Hoiberg and off the line again <laughs> I've been saying Hoiberg needs a vest he had one cleared off the line he said uh, he, he, he he made the interception uh, for the third goal which led to the goal and then he put the ball in that Doherty chested it and then got ricochet to Bergwijn so maybe he doesn't need to have a rest but um yeah what would you think of Kane is he back to his best because he looked I, I saw highlights obviously but he looked really hungry and and confident you know he's not snatching at chances that goal was placed that, that was him placing it rather than snatching it which he was doing earlier in the season I have seen him do that. I've seen him do that. I think over the last month to six, even before Nuno got sacked, I think his level of performance has been, his, the first month he was still definitely hung over from the Euros. Mm. But I think other than that, Kane's still been brilliant for me. In that centre midfield, he's still always been passing really well. He's just had no support whatsoever. Now, yeah. there, there, there are certain chances that he would have scored. He would have scored certainly over the months. But for me, he's still, he, he's been living off scraps. Very few balls into him inside the box. Very few balls. Uh, yesterday was different. We, you know, we're getting used to the formation. I think that was a 
a lot to do with it. But no, he he was he was very much back to his best. But he did miss that shot that went well over the bar, and he probably should have scored that the head of the, the crossbar. If we lost two one, people would be having a go at Kane, saying you should have taken these chances. They would have. It's just, it's yeah, as simple yeah, as that. But no, he was he was he was very good. He was very good. Yeah. Chris Angbar's made a good point. Thanks to Arsenal, Hoiberg did get his rest, so <laughs> I didn't think of that. Uh, but yeah, Ankit, um, Kane obviously looking sharp again. Um, we come to your striker, Lukaku, who did the Harry Kane interview, just Gabby never wasn't there um, this time for him. <laughs> uh, and on your channel yesterday, I think it was Ishan saying that he, he wanted Lukaku dropped. I, I think Conte and Spurs, if they saw Lukaku not on the team sheet and he's fit, would would probably be happy with that. Uh, yeah. And there's possibly uh, a friction between him and Ziyech. Uh, what would you make of Lukaku? Would you start him? Do you think he'll he'll come back to Lukaku of old uh, uh, as the season progresses? Because if Lukaku wants to play, he, he's pretty unplayable, to be perfectly honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I, I, it's, it's, the, the point here is it, it's a derby. It's basically a six-pointer. And for me, Lukaku... Come on, like we paid 98 million for the guy. I know he's not been informed. He's, he's not basically, his, his mind has not been there. Uh, let's be honest. Yes, you can say that there have been a lot of, you know, as an argument from the pitch, off the pitch, but those are speculative because we don't really know what's the truth uh, until we, you know, we're, we're told uh, by basically a known source. But for me, it, that's just speculation. For me, I, I would still play him in this big game. Uh, the idea is about, you know, as in Tuchel needs to basically clear it out in a team meeting. Totally off of the record, and basically, you know, just say, open it up, like, hey guys, what's the issue? Let's let's speak it out. It's about this couple of months because it's not just this game and the league. The next month is so crucial for us. It could be historic season for us. Like we've not won the club World Cup, as in we've bottled it literally last time we were there, right? You know, that is there. Then of course we have the Carabao Cup final, and those are some big moments in Chelsea season. If we can get them right. Our season will be back on track. Yes, of course. Not the title challenge. That's not what I mean. But certainly, you know, in terms of helping the Champions League run and those kind of things, making the right kind of, you know, signings come the summer because we want positive environment going. And of course, the players to kind of just have a better chemistry going uh, for the next season. So for me, it's crucial that we get things right right now because if we are not playing Lukaku in this game, it's such a big game, just like we did against Liverpool, we are just inviting more pressure and more media talk, uh, which is not going to go well in the coming weeks, which is crucial, like I said. So, for me, I would play him. And, of course, like that one moment, he still has it in him. Even the City game, yes, people will be saying that, hey, he lost the ball so many times. Uh, that was basically a, the crucial game of our season for us to try and stay there. Uh, but that one moment that he had against Edison, if Edison wouldn't have made that save, Lukaku would have been in, you know, probably fine form. You would have been speaking, you know, great things about him right now because despite what he went through in the last month, he scored a goal, those kind of things, you know. So things change very quickly in football. So I wouldn't uh, want Tuchel to react. And knowing Tuchel, I think he'll not take uh, that that kind of, you know, call that he did against Liverpool. Against Liverpool, it was totally different because he had just gone to the media without Chelsea's permission and so on and so forth, right? So those are different uh, contexts altogether. This time, we need the three points. And in, in the Carabao Cup games, he didn't do too bad either. So, for me, I would start him. Um, and it's interesting that you say about Ziyech because, yes, Ziyech wasn't too happy. Uh, that was quite obvious. Uh, he, he wasn't too happy. Not a fight, but yeah, definitely not too happy with Lukaku's movement or lack of it uh, per se. But uh, on the other hand, Ziyech got us a goal as well against Brighton. So, 
yes, uh, you can say that he didn't celebrate it, but the fact that he's got that hunger in him to prove people wrong can only be a good thing for Chelsea. Yeah. I actually look at it as a positive. And uh, Mason Mount, again, not being informed more recently, uh, if a London derby against Spurs cannot you know, turn him on, I don't know what will. Knowing Mason yeah. Mount. So I, mean, I am strangely, again, kind of wanting the same front three. And I'm, I'm sure like a lot of Chelsea fans, if you go ask, they'll probably go other way around like Ishan did as well. I'll probably want the same front three because a continuity is something that is more needed right now and we don't want to invite more media talk and pressure. Yeah, and Ben, ben here, United fan, obviously seen uh, Lukaku up, up, up in, in person with his team. Uh, I, I won't ask you this, Tommy, because uh, I don't want to tempt fate, so we're going to ask a Chelsea fan this. Uh, ben always questioned Lukaku in big games in the Premier League. Um, what would you make of that? You've obviously had him in the Premier League. He was a lot, lot younger than when he was with you the first time. Uh, but he did score against Man United, Ferguson's United. I think he got a hat-trick uh, when he was with West Brom. It was the end of the season. Um, but, yeah, question, uh, Ben questioning his uh, uh, Lukaku in big games in the Premier League. What, what would you make of that? Uh, Anchor it there. Okay. So, yeah, so for me, certainly, um, see, Alan, honestly, in recent years, yes, he hasn't been that good in big games. But like you mentioned about, you know, not just basically, uh, I know he was very young at West Brom, but I think even in the Everton game, uh, Everton time, I think he scored a winner in the FA Cup. He knocked us out. That was a big game for sure against Chelsea for him. And of course, again, uh, I think for Manchester United against Chelsea, he had some, you know, decent games as well. So I would say like, uh, yes, uh, you can say that, you know, he hasn't really lived up to the expectation. But uh, again, there is basically a school of thought uh, saying that, in big games, uh, Lukaku is the kind of player who wants a uh, lot of service, right? And the way Chelsea play especially, we don't kind of dominate possession, say, compared to a Man City. Uh, I know that in recent times, we've improved lots on that front. But still, we are not that that kind of team who, who play possession football all the time, right? So for us, basically, on that counter, you kind of take it in that moment. And of course, we've signed Lukaku for that instance itself. But again... Uh, more recently, I think it was Agbon Lohar who actually gone on record saying that Lukaku, you can clearly see that he's actually calling for the ball. He's putting his arm up and his arm might be starting to pain because the players aren't playing him in. And that's a fair call as well. So I wouldn't judge too much because this season has been kind of, uh, you know, in and out because of injury, COVID, and of course the controversy that happened. So I wouldn't reach too much, uh, read too much. And of course, in Inter Milan days, he didn't, he didn't do too bad. Yes, you can mm. say Europa League final, he didn't kind of turn up. But come on, like you can't kind of put down one person. Uh, he got them to the final as well. So for me, he's had very good moments, but there's certainly room for improvement. If you was yeah. gonna, sorry, Anki, I just want to ask you a question. If you was gonna, if you was a betting man and you were looking at, at things this summer, would you say Tuchel's still there? Obviously, they had a little bit of a falling out. Do you think Lukaku would still be there for 22, 23? Uh, come on, like, you know, of course, like, you know, just going by logic, you, you would say no. But again, fact is like we bought him for 98 million. He's done what he's, what he's done. I don't think there'll be many clubs willing to pay that much, you know, for basically someone who brings that amount of baggage. So we are kind of stuck with him. Let's be honest. Then uh, that's the reality. And that's why I would rather want us to utilize him more and maybe integrate him back to the squad. But we all forget, right? These are all what 28, 29 year old young men. They're like people like you and me, right? So, you know, you always make mistakes, and that's you know human nature. Hey, Chris, wake up to you. But yes, uh, I would certainly, you know, as in 
keep him again that's basically going against the run of uh, basically what the majority would say but i would say that he stays how you doing chris uh, thanks so much for coming on i do apologize oh that's okay don't worry about that but uh, just woke up uh, that's okay uh, yeah uh, we won't uh, dwell too much on on leicester because i'm sure you don't particularly want to talk about it but uh still hung over uh, it's, it's a three yeah, day I mean, hangover let's face it it's, it's, Chris it, is a three day hangover it was, it was a crazy day. game i mean 27 shots for us to your 14 we we were at the races from the start uh and then a, a very very strange three minutes in injury time has completely turned it on its head but uh i i, I would imagine like Ang angry about the equaliser, but these things happen. You know, we're we're knocking at the door, and then it's possible that those things happen. But then to go take a kick off, Tielemans as well, one of your best players, trying a ball that 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 isn't really on, and then you end up uh, conceding another goal. I, I mean, what did you make of the game, and 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 particularly that last two minutes? I mean, if we if we, I mean, that first half. If you know, if you'd got your shooting boots on, you should have been three or four nil up. Yeah. And if we'd lost, say four three, um, like we just you know, like the Man City game, if we'd come back but we still lost, I would have accepted that. It was just the manner and the way that we lost. And if you look at that game, it was it three of the shots, three of the goals were in off the post. You know, on another day, those three shots could have hit the post and come out. You know, the winning goal, and it went in an, an inch to the left, and, it, and the ball would have hit the post and come out. It's just one of those games. But you, you, you know, on that first half performance, you you deserved it. To be honest with you, um, you all. Well, what, do you, what do you put that down to? That we were so better than you. Uh, well looking so much better than you in that first half when you're at home and you're an attacking team as well and you, you didn't uh, lay the gloves on us that we laid on you. What would you put that down to? Or, or do you just think that's to do with your injuries or or lack of uh, uh, confidence at the moment being that you, you, you're lower down than where you finished last season? Well, you, you've got, you've, you have finally got a decent manager who knows what he's doing. Um and I think if, if that game, you still had Nuno in charge, you wouldn't have won. You know, you might have got a draw. Oh, yeah. you know, we wouldn't have, have scored if we'd have had Nuno yeah. in charge, let alone yeah. winning. <laughs> our, <laughs> our best player as a squad is Tillemans. And every time he got the ball, you had it was, it was closed down. He literally had two players on him all game. And you didn't give him a chance to sort of do do sort of what he's good at doing. Um, the actual overall thing I'd say is down to, I say, a bit of naivety on our side. 2-1 uh, up, but 91 minutes, you run the ball into the corner. Hmm. You don't try and do fancy things. Uh, I, I, you know, I think when it was still 2-1, one, one of our players, I don't know who it was, but was running up the left wing, uh, you closed him down. And he didn't, you know, nine times out of ten, just boot it forward and try and outrun the the, the, the the opposition player. But he didn't. He stopped, he turned, he passed it back to another player in our half. And you don't you do not do that. It is, as I say, total naivety. And like I said, they say, they say size matters. But as I say, I think, you know, a lot of those goals, certainly that last one, 
you know, a, a, an inch made all the mm. difference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, you, you pretty much now are like Arsenal were to us for many, many years. You know, when you look and say, oh, it's Tottenham, you know, we might as well give you three points. Because whatever happens, no. you're going to beat us. You know, and the fact that we've, you know, when you look at the stats, I think it was quite close, actually, up until mm. the other night. Uh, I think we'd won five, you'd won six of all the Premier League meetings. I think most of our wins were at the, you know, back into the 1990s under Martin O'Neill. Since we've come back up, you seem to have had this thing over us that we, we, we can't beat you. Um so you know, if you'd uh, if you said to me at the start of the game, you know, it's gonna be two, one, three, two, I'd have said, Yeah, it's a given. It was just the way it happened, it was just hard to take. Yeah, and the I fact mean, that we've given we've given you another record now as well. <laughs> you, you you were losing the latest ever into a game and then to come back and win. Yeah, I've I actually quite like Leicester. I know, uh, you know, the whole uh, 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 title win was against us, essentially. I know we finished third, but yeah, I, I, I don't mind Leicester. Um, but D Davils here asked uh, asked the rival fans where they think Spurs will finish. Let's get a neutral view. Uh, so uh, we're obviously, that was a huge, huge win for us, I think, against Leicester, being that we've got Chelsea next, because now we're, we're right back in into that top four race and possibly top three race. But uh, Chris, uh, where do you think Spurs will finish this season and as well what do you think about Leicester where where they'll finish after this game I was obviously down I was uh Ankit will tell you I was a little bit upset <laughs> a little bit wound yeah. up um well that, that's understandable we all are when we've had results like that and all, all four yeah. all four of us have had results like that yeah I mean I could say had had, had you won normally I, it, it, I, I could have lived with it but when you sit back and analyse it, we've, we've, Leicester have only actually played 19 games. Hmm. So we've got another 19 to play. That, we are halfway through the season. You know, We've had a bad first, first half of the season. We've had a lot of injuries. Um, there's a lot of clubs. You know, we've, we've always been sort of linked with that sort of fifth, sixth place. But this season, there's a lot of clubs now that are caught us up, if you like, and, and, and they're going ahead of you. yourself, Arsenal, West Ham, uh, all fine for that sort of position. But yeah, West, Ham, I've, West Ham, I forgot, in you know, the top four race as well. I do apologise to West Ham fans. Yeah, it, it, it's, still, it's still open there. I mean, I, I think there's too much for us to catch up, but, you know, we saw James Justin coming back in that game, that's a big plus for us. Fafana's back training, um, so he could be coming back. So let's not, you know, let's not get too worried about Leicester at the moment. But I, I will take, I think we could probably finish sixth or seventh. Uh, Tottenham, uh, you've impressed me, I've got to be honest with you. Uh, and it just shows how things can turn around. Look where you mm. were when Nuno left you. Yeah. And look where you are now. Um, I had the top four at the start. I had Chelsea winning them. Chelsea really letting me down this season because I had them as winning the league. <laughs> you know. That must be your fault, Ankit. <laughs> yeah, they, they let everyone down. Trust me, like a lot of people have lost their money. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think I think the problem is for me the title race is over. I think Man City oh, yeah, yeah. in the bag, you know. 
You then got Liverpool and Chelsea are going to finish top four, definitely. So it's that fourth place, which I thought Man United were going to get with the squad that they've got, but you know they've shot themselves in the foot again this season. Uh, so I think top four. Can West Ham hold on to that? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm few injuries and they could be struggling. Yeah. Could you get in there, um, Tottenham? If you make a couple of good purchases, I don't think it's down to just a couple of good purchases. Though. I think you need more than that. But if Conte can get what he wants, um, you, there's no reason. I, I don't know why you can't snatch that top fourth place. Yeah. And yeah, just, just to cut in, uh, Tommy, I know you need to head off. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, you're on mute there, Tom. You're on that mute there. I was just going to say, yeah, cheers for having me. Good to hear from oh, the no second, problem. Chris. Good to hear from the second, yeah. Chris, before we go. Uh, but I tell you what, Chris, you think you're depressed after Wednesday. We're, we're still in mourning for six years, you know. <laughs> six, that was the best. Honestly, that was the best Spurs squad we've ever had in Premier League history. That's the best Spurs squad we've had. We should have we should have at least took it to the last day or been closer. So, And no disrespect, but your back line. When that back line wins you the league, it's, it's depressing for us. Was it Hoof, Morgan? And the the back, Manny Simpson, goes, right back. Who was the German chap left back? Who was the German left back? Uh, Fuchs. Fuchs. We, we lost Austrian. to that. Was, we had Vertonghen out of Varel, Carl Walker. He was just, we go for the squad. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> We're still depressed from that. So don't worry too much. Don't worry too much about yeah. it. Well, thanks for having me. Just before you go, uh, your your channel, where can people find that? It's in the description anyway, but uh, yeah, yeah, just give yourself yeah, a Tom, plug. Talks ball, Tommy Talks Ball, uh, a YouTube, the two YouTube channels on my Twitter handle as well, so if you follow my Twitter, you'll find it there. Um, I've got one of Chris's mates coming on tonight, one of Chris's good mates, Brad, another Leicester fan. He's going to be on my show for the first like 20 minutes, half hour, so I'm going to do a preview to the Chelsea uh, game, so make sure you, you tune in for that. But uh, before you do anything, make sure you subscribe to Chris. It's a pleasure being on, and uh, pleasure thank having you, you on. As always, to hear you, brilliant to hear from you again. And uh, come on, you Spurs. My prediction: I'll just give my quick prediction. It's it's one one. It's one one, or we might sneak it two one. We might sneak. Yeah, I'd take a one or draw to be perfectly honest. As long as we don't lose, yeah, stop that momentum that we've got. But yeah, um, yeah. Would, Cheers, Tommy, always, and make sure right. after you've hit Good like, night, subscribe boys. here. Go to Tommy's channel and hit like, subscribe there. Good best, mate. Yeah, I mean, just just uh, quickly on the game before we come to Ankit about uh, uh, Daryl's question. Uh, if we'd had Mourinho in charge, we would have held off for a draw and not try and get the winner. As soon as we got that equaliser, get the ball, put it on the spot, and we got our rewards for that. But uh, Ankit, in terms of uh, Daryl's question, where do you think Spurs will finish uh, this season yeah. and also Chelsea as well? See, I uh, like I said earlier, like if Chelsea don't finish top four, like, you know, if you're doomed, you know, that's what we can say. Like, you know, like I said, Chris, as well, like, We've literally bottled the league, as in in terms of the. We should have definitely at least challenged City. Uh, we had chances against Liverpool, you know, against City themselves, and of course, you know, these games in between where we got all those draws, irrespective of how many COVID cases, how many injuries we had. I think to some extent, I would also kind of say that Tuchel, time and again, saying it publicly in press conferences, in basically post-match interviews about us being the only team possibly, you know, who are affected so much and not having, you know, a game cancelled. That gets on the players' minds, and that's what's happened. So I would say, like from this this time on, I would want Tuchel to be a little bit positive. I know it's difficult, but that's what the manager's job is. Like he's got to get the get them going, and this game can be basically you know kick in the backside that we needed. 
uh, Spurs getting that last minute as in you know double winner, I would say almost. But Chelsea is a you know conceding late on, and that's something of a repetition that's happened. So we really needed that, and I can see us basically just about you know clinging that uh, third or fourth spot. I think probably third, I would say, and fourth spot. Uh, Certainly, Tottenham, you guys are what four four points uh, ahead of us if you win all the games, like I said. But yes, it's it's easier said than done. But uh, knowing Conte, I think you you still basically are fighting for the league. Uh, you're not there in the cups anymore. I know FA Cup is there, but mm. uh, you know that's the only thing. Uh, so for me, uh, knowing Conte, he'll work well with the team, whatever he has. And again, I I know Fabrizio Romano uh, has gone record saying that Conte apparently is in good terms with Daniel Levy. Surprises me with no signings actually now, knowing Conte. But again, it's early, early Insert name here is on good terms with Daniel Levy. is a surprise regardless of what name you put there. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what? Uh, as in, uh, that means that maybe Conte is there for the long run. As in, that's what, if I can basically trust those reports, is like he's been given the confidence of a long kind of term and he's kind of willing to kind of invest himself the time. Uh, again, with Inter Milan, it wasn't like he did great things in the first season. Like, you know, no, he, no. he kind of improved over the course of time. And it's really the second season. And I think one comment about Jose Mourinho. Again, Jose Mourinho was such kind of manager as well. But I know the tactics are way different. But Conte, the difference is that uh, he goes for that, you know, that win uh, in the end. Like, mm. he kind of, you know, sucks up all the pressure and goes for that win towards the end in games. And that will probably keep Tottenham in good stead. And I can see actually Spurs... Pipping uh, Manchester United, Arsenal, West Ham to, to top four because for you to keep Harry Kane, Son, even of the likes, uh, for me, as in I know Loris has signed a new contract, but I think Son is a real big deal in terms of world football. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got to get top four to you know keep them on. And I think probably that's a motivation. I think one person we don't speak about enough, I, I'm sure even Spurs fans kind of miss out on, is Lucas Mora. I know he was a hero in, in the Champions League, but for me, he's that weapon, that a Conte weapon, if I may say so. He really liked those counter-attacking, you know, dribblers um, that he had. Of course, I'm not going to compare with Hazard, what Conte had at his disposal, you know, in <laughs> Chelsea. But, uh, you know, he's got, you know, in terms of the Conte way of play. Uh, so, I can certainly see him doing well in the last few weeks. But again, it comes down to injuries as well. I won't really rely too much on uh, Conte alone. Uh, and that's where I think, like Chris said, about uh, getting those one or two signings would help. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's nice that you both said we can get top four. A lot of Spurs fans think we're not good enough for top four. But uh, I just want to uh, speak quickly. Uh, uh, I didn't get a chance to ask Tommy this, but Hugo has signed until 2024. We've been calling out for that for months and weeks. Finally, we've given him a contract extension. We thought it'd be one year, but it's two years. But we have Hugo Lloris until 2024, which is is really good news for us. That uh, that cloud of whether do we need a new goalkeeper in the summer? Is now lifted. We don't need a new goalkeeper in the summer. Uh, maybe the following summer. Um, but yeah, Chris. In terms of uh, uh, the game, uh, you mentioned there you wouldn't have been too bothered if we'd have won just standard. Uh, but you know, wh wh when you win like that, that can galvanise a team. When you, you come from the brink of defeat, and, and, and it can, you, you saw the reaction of all the players hugging, going into the crowd, and everything like that. So it can galvanise a team, and bring them together, and that can lead them onto bigger and better things. Uh, on the on the flip side, if if you lose a game like that, it can do one or two things. It can it can shoot your confidence all the way down, and you go on a bit of a spiral. Or it can be, well, we're not having that again. We're making this right, and that's not happening again. In terms of Leicester, which which of those do you think will happen? I mean, you have got huge injury crisis, so that doesn't help. Anyway, your your main man Vardy is is, is out for 
a little while at least. So obviously you you want a winner and, and a leader like that in. But what what do you, I, I don't know who your next game is. But how, how do you see that going and then the reaction of the players? We've got Brighton. Um, <laughs> uh, we're hosting yeah, that, that, Brighton. that won't be easy, will it? They're a good team. No, Brighton. no. Um, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I just can't predict anything with Leicester this season. It's just a, a really weird season, and you know, you, you you know when you look at the league, you look at the players that you've got and the games that you've got coming up, and you can say, well, we're going to win that one. That might be a draw. No, that's a given. We're going to lose that one, etc. But this season, anybody can beat anybody. Look at Norwich at the weekend getting the win. Hmm. You know, to guess that and. You just there's just weird, weird results, and we we have and I don't like blaming injuries because um, you know when when the, when you know clubs say oh you've know, got a lot of injuries and what have you and tops going on about it all the time you think come on you got a big enough squad uh, and that team that we put out against you should have at least got a draw from that um, so I'm not going to blame the injuries. Um, and last season we had more with COVID and what have you. Mm. We, we had, you know, we, we, Fuchs was playing last season more games than he'd played in the previous five. So no excuse for it. We've just you can't all. I mean, we've had one bad season mm. um, after two very good ones. Look, look at Tottenham. Not being funny. How many? You, know, you had a bad season last season. Every yeah. now and again, a team will have. A bad season. Yeah. F- football runs in cycles, doesn't it? Really. Yeah. You, know, you look yeah. at Manchester United and Arsenal at this moment in time. You know, how many years ago? 15, 20 years ago, is their cycle and a good cycle where they were winning everything? Indeed, and it's like when we won the Premier League. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that the fact that we've won the Premier League, but you know, well, we have, I, I, I do have to say I was on your stream on Wednesday before the game. It was a pleasure being on there, but you you, you did uh, give me uh, tips on what a trophy was and uh, third well, in a two horse race. I, 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 I learned the hard way when we were three 0 up against Man City and lost uh, uh, in the cup that you don't take the mick, not mick, but you, you you don't tempt fate before the game or during the game. You wait until after the game. I learned that the hard way because I had all these Man City fans laughing. Well, we had a fair, by the way. Yeah. Back in 2000, <laughs> we had a flight snake. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I, I, no, I just had to get that in. Well, look, this is, this is this is Leicester. We don't often get a chance to have a joke and wind up bigger teams. So yeah. <laughs> I, I still do it. And at the end of the day, yes, you got three points, but... It's not a trophy, is it? No. <laughs> it's three points. But no, all joking aside, how will we react to that? I think we'll, we'll react positively. Um, I think it's good that, that it was this week and we've got another game before the international break because we can't, you know... Um, you know, it's not too long to dwell on it. It's like you know, you, you have an you know, you fall off your bike, get back on it straight away. And I think had we had that international break now, that would mm, have been you know, yeah. worked against us. Where the fact that we've got Brighton, and the thing that I liked about these games, I mean, the, the good news was that James Justin was back for that game. That was a big plus for us. Uh, game on forty-five minutes. That is massive. I mean, you know, before he got injured, he was on the verge of being in the England squad. Mm. That's how good he is and that who we lost. Um, when we've lost earlier in the season, we lost with absolutely awful performances that were absolutely dire. 
Um, no pun intended. But we, we've <laughs> got, um, but but at least like you know, with, with the other night, at least we're putting the performances in now. And I think we all say as fans, we know yeah. we're gonna lose some games. It's football, you're not gonna sort of yeah, win every single try. game. And if your team puts a performance in and loses, you go fine, yeah, fair yeah. enough. And take those last few minutes out the game, the, the rest of the game. I know you had all the shots and what have you, but you know you, you could you could have a hundred shots in a game. It's how many goals you've got at the end of it, you yeah. know. And we we played decently up until those last few minutes. And so you know, looking at it overall, it, you know you, there are good things to take out of that. Although I am grasping at straws a little bit, I'll admit. <laughs> <you know? Yeah. laughs> Uh, yeah, Chris Agenbar said we had a bad season, still finished above Arsenal. They had a few bad seasons and finished above us not that long ago either. Uh, Ankit, I know you have to head off in a, in a minute, but I just want to ask you this. Uh, like Chris says, the international break, and it's good for us that we've had that win, which can possibly galvanise us, and then we've got a game coming on. Uh, but, you know, four games behind you, eight points behind. Obviously, if we lose that, we can still claw it back against you with those four games in hand, but we have to win every game. Eight with a draw isn't that bad, but if we can win five points behind you with four games in hand and potentially the momentum all with us, you know, we've got the motivation of what you did to us in the Carabao Cup. I think you mentioned on your stream yesterday as well that if you win, it, it's five two hundred uh, uh, London yeah, Derby win. Totaling 500 points in London Derby. Yeah, but ah, again, I know it, that yeah. shouldn't be the motivation, to be honest. No, like, but, but we've got so much motivation there and, and so much momentum on our side with that just that last two minutes. Uh, and like you say, with your issues potentially with uh, Ziyech and uh, uh, Tuchel and Lukaku not getting on. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think as Chelsea fans you could ask for a better team to come to Stamford Bridge and Tottenham because you win there all the time. But uh, uh, how do you see the game going in terms of certainly the first like 10 minutes? Because I, I want to see the first 50-50 a Chelsea player go up in the air and us saying we're here for a game. We're not here to sit down. But uh, how do you see that going with the momentum and, and, and all of these subplots which you, you either mentioned here, uh, I think you mentioned here earlier, subplots yeah, in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how do you see it going and, and a prediction as well? Uh, See, for me, uh, yeah, as in, it's interesting that you say that, but, you know, uh, yes, as, in, as a fan, I would love that as well. Like, I, I just need a battle because I need these players to show some passion. Uh, mm -hmm. Even, come on, like, you know, we guys are, like, literally waking up, like, the place where I stay, I literally wake up at 4 in the morning, 3 in the morning and watch the games. And I'm, like, you know, as in crazily celebrating. And these guys, you know, on the pitch, at Stamford Bridge, etc., they're not celebrating. That's not done. So, I would like to see that. And some kind of battle, I know the battle of the bridge, etc. But let's not go there. Yeah. But what I really <laughs> see happening, honestly, is like Tuchel uh, has seen the team not functioning. That cohesion is missing, uh, in, you know, kind of on the pitch as well. So the main thing would be for them to just get those, you know, say 15, 20 passes together. I know Spurs won't make it easy at all, especially Conte's sides don't in midfield. But if you are able to get those passes going, and that that's something that will, you know, build the confidence. I would actually see, you know, that happening because that control in games is missing, right? And that's something that we need. And you mentioned about the international break as well. Like, it couldn't get worse if, uh, yes, Spurs will be happy with a draw or, or basically, obviously, a win. For us, either of the results are very bad. Like, they are probably the worst that can be because we are already in that bad phase when it comes to the team morale and etc. We really need a win and we couldn't buy that no matter what we do. 
uh, in the league and we really need that league win because yes we have to get things together right because we have a very important month coming up and only things will get bad in terms of the media talk and what not if you're not getting that so in terms of the game i would personally like us to go at tottenham get get the game you know uh, by the stuff of the neck but again knowing to kill he'll probably want control and then probably take things uh, from there uh, which is something that i wouldn't ideally want but i wouldn't mind as long as basically the team is functioning so it's about get, getting basically the flow because even our systems it's basically changed every game we played i think four at the back in one of the games against spurs and five at the back then we again went to four at the back last game i know it's about injuries that's missing a lot of center half especially but uh, uh, we really want them to basically you know function and i think an early goal will help <laughs> that's yeah. uh, you know no secret there and a lukaku goal will be fantastic like right? you know so i am uh, in terms of prediction i am calling us to win obviously going with my team uh, here uh, against the run of uh, form or the morale but uh, i think it'll be a close game for sure and we'll probably get a late winner uh, and that'll make things interesting won't it yeah i mean we definitely have to start better than we did in the carabao cup games we we didn't start at all and that certainly that first leg you could have been out of sight and had the second leg off pretty much uh if you'd have scored more goals but as it turned out it didn't really matter because you won three nil but uh yeah I, I know you need to head off uh thanks so much for coming on uh i, I would say good luck on sunday but it's completely un not meaningless because i wouldn't mean it at all but uh thank you so much for coming on and uh your channel there um it's in the description anyway but uh yeah uh give yourself a plug uh let people know where they can find it Thanks, man. Always great to chat with you, and of course, Chris, and of course, you know, great to talk with both the Chris's together, uh, yeah. and of course, Tommy. Always, always a pleasure. But yes, uh, and then we love a good banter, and yes, Almighty Blues FC is a cha fan channel for everyone to see. We do a lot of Chelsea content, but uh, we have basically gone into a lot of rival uh, watch, rival talk, etc. So we have like Chris, and of course, uh, you know, uh, Lester TV. They've been on our channel. Uh, everyone is welcome. Uh, do come on. We are going to restart a trivia show as well. Hopefully you like that, and again, you know, great to come on, and hopefully we have a positive discussion even after the game, irrespective of the result. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, uh, as long as we don't lose, I, I'm all right. Obviously, I want to win. You obviously want to win. Uh, a draw is a better result for us, I think. Uh, but yeah, certainly where we're going, uh, Stanford Bridge, we don't usually do well there. But yeah. Let's see, let's see. Uh, yeah, definitely. We'll talk after the game, and uh, I'm sure it'll be amical, even though one of us is possibly going to be crying. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks so much, Anki, and take it easy. Have a, good weekend apart, yeah, have a good weekend apart from half four to about half six on Sunday. Yeah. Sure thing, sure thing. You too. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Cheers, Anki. Cheers. And then, yeah, Chris, in, in terms of the uh, Spurs uh, Chelsea game, how, how do you see that going? Because uh, against Leicester, we played a lot more. Uh, expansive formation with a three in midfield that the wink skip and a hoiberg usually it's two of the three i can't see that happening i think that cabal cup chelsea are a better team than us they certainly were there and, and far far better than us i think if we do that then two could find a way to carve us open uh but then if we don't against you we went for it from the start uh, evidenced by, like you said, the first half we were all over you and had so many chances. Two, two off the line, one off the bar, mm. as well as the goal. So it, it's a balancing act for us, I think, because we either go full out attacking and potentially get picked off, or we don't go attacking and end up with the dross that we had in the first in the Cabal Cup things, and and then Chelsea get ahead of steam, get the first goal, and it's game over. But how do you see it going? 
there's one decisive factor in this game for me, and that's Conte. He's going to want to win this. You know, he's up against his old club. He's up against a club that that fired him. He's going to want to make a point to prove. And add on to top of that, the cup. You know, you you went out sort of in fence without without a whimper, really, didn't you? You know, the, the first leg kind of killed it off. But I've actually got, and I'm sorry, mate, but I've actually got Chelsea down to win this. Yeah, <laughs> in my well, I mean, I mean that, that that's the obvious one, isn't it? Because it's yeah. Stamford Bridge. We don't win there. Yeah. We've won once in since I know nineteen ninety or something yeah. ludicrous like that. And and the cup games show they are a better team. So I, I would think that even Spurs fans would be expecting a loss and a draw is a good result. But it's just it's it's how quickly football can change. We were all down in the dumps after that second leg. We didn't play the uh, North London derby, obviously. Yeah. And then we play a game against Leicester where we're losing and then turn it around in the last two minutes. Now, all of a sudden, it's we can win this game. We can win this game. Whereas a week ago, it was like, oh, God, we've got to go to Chelsea again. Uh, yeah. And, and but yeah, it's, it's amazing how football can change. And, and yeah. yeah. You can go from one week saying, you know... Um, Rogers out, Rogers out, he's rubbish. <laughs> oh, Rogers in is the best tactician ever. You know, we, we lost to Liverpool in the Caribou Cup. We were ahead again there, and they got a goal back. It went to penalties. We lost two weeks mm. later, or no, less than a week. It was a week later, just after Christmas. We played them in the league. Um, we we had, had a, you know, a, a patched up team, and we beat them 1 0. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you yeah. can't predict. Anything really good this season, and I'm, I'm looking at my, you know, the prediction league that I do, and nobody's getting loads right. It's just a weird, yeah. <laughs> weird season. But makes it entertaining, but very difficult for prediction leagues and uh, it is. predictions on streams. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you this is as they now, as long as you back Conte, and I think you will do, because I think he's you know he turned you down in the summer. You had Nuno, who was your 200th choice or something like that. (laughs) You've then gone back to Conte. And I am sure Conte will have sat there and gone, right, okay, you know, you need me now more than I need you. Because let's be honest with you, Conte could walk walk into the Man United job. There's there's loads of jobs he could have had. This is what I want. And he would have said, right, you Mm. know, this much money to spend on players, you know, they're And Daniel Lee would have just had to go, yes. Because you're in such a mess. So Conte, yeah, I think, yeah. is in a very strong position. Now, this season, anything I think you get this season is a bonus for you. It really is. Uh, because he's come in midway and you were doing you know, but look how you know look how your season's changed so quickly, you know, yeah, from yeah. also runs to, to challengers. But next season, I think, you know, if Conte does get that back in, which I think he will do. You are going to be you're going to be up there definitely. Yeah, it remains to be seen what we do in January. I, I, I think trial A will eventually come. I think it's been dragging on and on and on and on, and I think eventually it will come. And but I think that probably be it. I I still want a creative uh, a player because, uh, like I said on your channel, I think you suited us because you attack yeah. us, so you leave the gaps there. And yeah. all th- I mean, Kane's goal, I, uh, there was no one anywhere near him. So I, I, I don't know what happened there, but the, the spaces were there because you attacked us. So I think, uh, and I think Chelsea will be a, a little bit different. So uh, we look a little bit flat. I mean, 
They've got, they've got a decent defence. That's the difference. Yeah, I mean, if Bergwijn <laughs> does play, then, uh, you know, because Kane coming deep is absolutely fine. You just have to have one of your 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 players who starts behind Kane to then go overlap and, and take yeah. his... Uh, that, that's how England looked so flat against Scotland in the Euros because no one was running past him. Against uh, the other teams, it was Sterling running past him being the striker. And then it worked because you, you you can afford Kane to come deep because you've got someone up there for yeah. him to play the ball to. Um, so, yeah, whether that happens again, I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and, and in terms of Leicester, you say you've got Brighton. I'm not sure if it's at home or away, but Brighton is a really good outfit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that's probably a good thing for you, uh, getting the crowd back on your side, roaring there. Um, but Brighton are a striker away from having a real serious case for European football, I think. If they got a decent striker, if they got yeah. someone like a Danny Ings, a, a fit Danny Ings, they could be really making real, real waves. They, they've only lost three games, I think. They've drawn with Chelsea. They've they've mm. not lost to the Cities and the, the, the Liverpools, I think. I think. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you've always got a chance of getting something against them because <laughs> as well as they play, they can't put the ball in the back of the net. But... Uh, um, so, uh, how do you think that game will go uh, uh, in, in your? Uh, um, I mean, uh, with with um, with Brighton, I, I do. I, I'm I'm not on this Graham Potter is the new Messiah thing that everybody seems to be going. Right, <laughs> come back, come back in a couple of seasons when he has got a couple of trophies, and then I will go. Yeah, he's a good manager. You know, but at the moment he's kept, he kept a, a, a completely average Brighton side in it last season when you know they were struggling at the mm. bottom, uh, and this season, which is a funny season, like I say, he's done reasonably well. But when you know, if you look at the table, and let me just get the table up now. I mean, you know, they are well, I think they're ninth. No, they're eighth or ninth or something like that. I think. Um, yeah, they're ninth. They're, they're only one point above us. You know, mm. they had a really good start. But, I mean, they're still the ninth, which is good for Brighton, but that doesn't make Graham Potter the next England manager. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but as, a, as a team, you know, they, they've won, drawn, won, drawn, drawn the last five. Um, it could go either way. Uh, I'm not saying that we will, you know, they'll come and we'll, we'll run them over. We only just managed to get a point early in the season against them, excuse me. Um... I'm just glad we've got the game after after what yeah, happened. Yeah. Like I say, a loss is a loss, but it was it was a psychological effect of the way we lost against you. I'm glad we've got another game to come up yeah. before. Brighton are tough, um, but then do you know what? If it was Norwich that were coming up next, and we were hosting Norwich, and we say we would expect to beat them. Let's be honest mm. with you. No disrespect to Norwich. Yeah. Wherever Norwich go, you think you're going to you're going to win that game. Uh, so if Norwich were to come next and we weren't to get anything out of that game, we only just get a draw again, like we got earlier in the season, that wouldn't be good for us psycho you know, psychologically. Yeah. If Brighton come and say we draw with Brighton, we can say, Well, yeah, it's Brighton, they're having a good season this season. So mm. it's not a bad game to have. I'd sooner have a tougher game this week than an easier game. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting games, isn't it? I mean, you know, I mean, it's, I, a, it's I, a funny season. Like I say, you know, I, I, we've got to accept that we we've done really well the last two seasons. But like hmm. I say, there was nobody apart from probably West Ham. There was nobody really challenging us for that fourth, fifth position. 
you guys have come back this season really good. Arsenal have come back. West Ham again. Um, so th there is more competition, if you like, for that place. But if I if we finish, I don't know, say eighth, seventh, eighth, ninth, but you know, we, we could win the conference, Europa Conference League, mm. uh, whatever cup it's called, whatever. Uh, I'd take that as a good season. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think you're out of that top four race at all. I mean, there's a lot of discrepancies in the league in terms of games played. Yeah. And I think you're, in terms of Chelsea, I think you're four games behind them as well, which, I mean, I didn't have many games yeah. behind yeah. Uh, teams uh, uh, below Chelsea and above you. But if, if you were to play all of those games now and win them all, I mean, it's a completely different complexion. So it's very difficult to say, like, who... who who is out of the top four race. Obviously, yeah. the teams who are, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or whatever, are definitely in the top four race. It's very difficult to say who's out of it and until yeah. these games, the, the, the game numbers kind of tally up to either one discrepancy of one rather than four. Um, so I, I don't think you're out of it. And, and you know, you mentioned Conte there, who's had a run of games, or, or Ankit mentioned that. You know, you're capable of having a, a, a run of games as well. And if that's at the right time of the season, and, and we, we know as well from experience, the fourth place doesn't seem to want fourth place come the end of the season because they keep losing <laughs> no. silly games. Happens every every year. So there's a lot of football to be played. And a big shout out to Eugene in the chat. How are you doing, Eugene? Um, yeah, so it's it, it, it's very strange, I think, and and, and it, it won't start to take shape. Well, it, it's taken shape already, but it won't start to be clear on who is and who isn't in that top four race until I reckon about thirty games, because I reckon that's when thirty games will, will yeah. be when um, the, the 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 games are kind of tallying up, or maybe one one away here, one away there. But I, well, like I said to you earlier, you know, all this doom and gloom around Leicester. We've only played half the season. Yeah. <laughs> We've got another half <laughs> to go. And anything can happen. You know, in the past two years, two seasons, though, we've we've we had a really good start and we've tailed off towards the end. Maybe this time it's the other way around. And mm. you know, Liverpool were out of it last season with you know with, with five, ten games to go, and they they sort of had a good run and, and, and nipped that fourth place off us. Um United did it the season before. So, yeah, you put a good run together. And I think the thing for us as well is, and it, it's unfair, but it is what it is, those games, say those four games we've got on, on Chelsea, when we actually play them, we'll have Justin back. Hmm. Hopefully we might have Fafana back. And Vardy as well. Yeah, well, you know, we, we had Noah Marty uh, uh, at the weekend, and he's probably our best defender at the moment and he'll be back from the African Cup of Nations hopefully for the weekend the players have got to, to to isolate or not so we're playing these games with a better team than we would have had when we played them so mm. as a, that's unfair I know it's totally unfair I don't agree with it but you've got to you've got to look at and I know I say maybe I'm grasping at straws here <laughs> <laughs> to take something positive out of a huge negative, but yeah. you know, it's it's not over. It's not over by no. one shot, and no. uh, we're, we're still we're still in the Europa Conference League. That's the thing. Yeah, and Gugumar, hopefully I've, I've pronounced that right. Uh, anything could happen. Eugene here yeah. says, uh, in terms of Spurs, anyway, we're getting top four with new signings. I would say don't do it to yourself, Eugene, but he's put six laughing emojis there, so I think he's joking. But, I mean, I, I say about Leicester might not be out of the top four race uh, when you get your games in hand back. Uh, you know, 
<laughs> we could easily be in that, you know, in third by that time. If, if, certainly if we don't lose to Chelsea and if we can beat Chelsea five points behind them with their 12 uh, potential points in hand on them. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of football to be played, a lot of football to be played. But we, we've pretty much reached the end. There's not much else we can talk about other than going over our ground or talking about how upset you were at the uh, game, which I'm not going <laughs> to do to you, which I'm not going to do to you. But um yeah, thanks so much for coming on. No, uh, sorry, I was and, late, mate. I don't really know. Enjoyed. You don't have to apologise for that. And yeah, thanks so much for coming on, and especially after the result as well. It, it, it's very brave of you to come it's on. Good, I, I got I got a few comments saying that yeah, all the Leicester fans brave, isn't he? Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. And uh, um, yeah, uh, check out uh, Chris's channel, Leicester Till I Die. Uh, where can you, uh, people find that? It is in the description, but where can people yeah, find the Twitter it? the Twitter handle there at Leicester TID. On new on YouTube, Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, give us a subscribe. Come and watch it. I do get a little bit um, salty. I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> if, you if you go back and, uh, and, and see a few comments, uh, yeah, and, uh, and in fact, nice fans yeah. have been on and made some comments. Oh, yeah. cheers, nice comment from Google. Yeah. Yeah. We Leicester Till I Die. You are awesome. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, when when you know, we we do a post match show. And I had this with Liverpool when we, we lost to Liverpool in the cup. And they're saying, you've not been very nice. And I said, well, this is like half an hour after the final whistle that we've just game we've lost. I'm not going to say, oh, yes, Tottenham deserves that. Well done, Tottenham. <laughs> you know, I do get salty, but that's football, you know. Yeah, yeah. A couple of days later when I've calmed down, had a few, had a few gins and what have you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see it in a different light. But uh, but no, you know it, it is what it is, and you know when you look at the stats, you you probably I can say a draw would have been a fair result, I think. But well done, guys. You know you yeah. you, you you didn't give up. You didn't give up. Yeah, make sure you check out Chris's channel. It's in the description, like I say, and Ankit and Tommy's as well. Uh, Eugene, big up Chris, Lester till I die. And uh, sorry, not able to join you, Chris. Uh, don't worry about that, Eugene. Uh, but you, you know, when uh, we, we um, stream here, half 12 uh, uh, p.m. Uh, UK time, I'm not sure, quite sure what time that would be in Malaysia, but you know, you, you've been on here plenty of times, so you know that. So if you ever got like, a spare 15 minutes when we're on, uh, just let me know. I can ping you the link and then you give your thoughts and opinions on Spurs and whatever the latest news is uh, for that. Uh, but appreciate the support. Appreciate the comments. Uh, appreciate the comments and everybody for watching and hitting the like uh, on the stream and all other streams as well. Please make sure if you haven't hit that like, please make sure if you haven't hit that subscribe, then go into the description. Do the same for Tommy, Ankit and Chris's channel. Uh, thanks so much, Chris, for coming on. And also thank you to Tommy and Ankit as well uh, before who were also on this stream. And uh, yeah, it's nice to have a, 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 a wide range of views, a Leicester view, Chelsea view and the Tottenham view. Um, always nice to, to kind of have different kind of uh, opinions on kind of the same subject from different perspectives. But yeah, uh, one more comment coming in. Uh, cheers, uh, Google Mail. Glad you enjoyed it. But yeah, uh, Massive win for us. Massive win for us. Uh, hopefully Leicester can bounce back against Brighton. As I say, I don't, I don't dislike Leicester. Uh, but a draw would be a good result. Tottenham. I just, no. I just did for a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've disliked him for a couple of decades, so you've still got a long way to go to catch up with me. Um, but yeah, massive win for us that, and hopefully we can take that momentum and the motivation of losing the cup. Uh, against Chelsea into that and the, the, the promise of, of five points behind four games in hand on third 
uh, and, and really cement ourselves in that top four base and potentially even the third place. Uh, and then hopefully we can sign a couple of players, one or two to really like, you know, really give us a bit of momentum going forward. So a lot to play for this this Sunday, not just for Tottenham and Chelsea, but Leicester as well and, and a load of other teams as well. Like I say, the top four race won't really become absolutely crystal clear until the games are uh, all tallied up uh, all over the place at the moment in terms of games played. But yeah, Stamford Bridge, hopefully we can get a result there. Draw isn't a bad result. Win would be even better. So that's what, what I'm hoping for anyway. Uh, but yeah, be back on Monday talking about that. I think hopefully... Hopefully, I'll have a Chelsea uh, uh, person on there. I'm not sure if Ankit can join, but uh, yeah, if we lose, uh, I'm not sure I want Ankit on there with all the <laughs> all, all, all respect in the world to Ankit there. But yeah, I'll be back on Monday. Thanks so much for watching. Hit that like, hit the subscribe, do that on all of my guest streams as well. Be back on Monday. Till then, come on, you Spurs. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs!